welcome everyone um, to the Partnership Publishing Podcast. I'm here with Sam Hunter, debut author of The Coconut Cup. Welcome. Thank you very much, Florence. It's a pleasure to be here talking about the book. Yeah, it really is. We've been waiting a long time for this conversation. And as you can see, for those that can see, those that aren't just listening to us today, The Coconut Cup is the debut children's picture book by Sam Hunter, and it's been illustrated by Maggie Roberts. And just for those that you can get a sneak peek, just some beautiful illustrations here that I'm sharing with you all. So we're here actually as well today to celebrate World Bacon Day. <laughs> um, we thought, what better time to launch the Coconut Cup than on World Bacon Day? I mean, for numerous reasons. One, the creativity, the baking, and of course, the food and the cakes. Um, and it just seemed perfect to, to launch that with the Coconut Cup because it is all to do with our lovely, <laughs> lovely cakes. So Sam, just share with us today, what inspired you to write? So I started writing after the birth of my son six years ago, and I wrote a book during that period, and it was called Flamingo Fashion. And I always wanted there to be a book for my daughter who came two years later because it didn't seem fair that he'd, he had a book and she didn't. So that was a large part of the motivation. And she liked horses at the time and cake. So I thought as an ex-athlete, I'd write a story about horses. And turns out it, there is a lot of truth to write what you know. I don't yeah. know anything about horses. <laughs> <laughs> the most fun I found I was having was coming up with the horses' names where I was pairing different desserts together like Coconut Dream um, for a white horse. And as I was playing with that, I was like, well, I know, I know cake. Um, I've lived in, in Paris and New York and traveled around the world and indulged in more than my fair of desserts, so I know that. Uh, <laughs> Sounds a great place to start. <laughs> I thought it was helpful and I know competition because I used yeah. to be a professional swimmer many, many moons ago. So mm -hmm. then came the idea of desserts competing in some type of experience. And given I liked the, net, the idea of coconut, it became the coconut cup. Uh, because yeah. obviously, as Maggie has wonderfully drawn, a coconut can look really wonderful as a trophy. She really, really has. It, honestly, the, the illustrations are beautiful. They're all hand drawn, hand painted. Um, the coconut cup is just fabulous. <laughs> The, the idea behind it to actually make a cup out of coconut really kind of brings the imagination for children alive, really. So my daughter loves cakes. The, the story, I had to make sure we could get in as many as possible because I wanted it to be, so should I share a little bit about what the story is about, I think, at this point? Yeah, yeah go for it. Yeah. So the coconut cup reimagines your traditional baking contest. So it basically flips the Great British Bake Off or Bake Off on its head and imagines if the desserts are competing, not the people <laughs> baking them. Uh, so the idea is uh, the coconut cup is a prestigious event designed long ago and uh, for desserts to come and prove which pudding is best. We use the description, the proof is in the pudding. Well, this is, this is the book for that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, <It's true>. um, <laughs> so, 
So uh, different desserts have to compete in different events to showcase their capabilities. Uh, for example, diving into dishes of cream without making a splash, racing across marshmallow hills before they melt, and spinning across a, a tablecloth essentially to see who can go the furthest without making a mess. And <laughs> Um, ultimately, <laughs> no, no, it really isn't, although the pavlova seems to pull it off. Um, <laughs> ultimately, it ends uh, in a final show-stopping finale where wow. the winning desserts from individual events have to compete in the canyon of custard and mm -hmm. swim through it as best they can. And it all gets a bit sticky, so I don't want to reveal the ending. But ultimately, um, this is a tale, a tale from competition to collaboration. So there is a learning in here that the true recipe for success is working together and blending your best bits with other people. So um, that's Which that. I love. I get goosebumpy even just as we're talking about it. That's what we love so much. It's so clever. Very cleverly written. It's been, I think, through Flamingo Fashion, I learned a lot about the writing process. I was really fortunate yeah. to, uh, for, for people listening who are interested in dipping their toe into writing, I mm. got support from a mentor at the Cornerstones Literary Consultancy. And the lady I had literally challenged me on every single word in every single line. Uh, you couldn't get away with uh, a just passing something off that rhymed. Yeah. You really had to challenge every line because one thing with writing children's story, yes, your end customer and the person you're trying to have the biggest impact on is the child mm -hmm. to surprise, delight, um, and, and enable them to have fun reading. But mm -hmm. with young children, because obviously this book is perfect for three to six-year-olds. A three-year-old mm -hmm. won't be able, unless they're no. very talented, so I'm not going to say never say never, but it's no. very tricky for a three-year-old to tuck into. So now you're having the parents spending time together with the child reading. So mm -hmm. you also have to think about the parent's experience of reading the book. And as a parent myself, I, I can really appreciate that. You want the rhyme to feel good in the mouth and i particularly wanted that on this occasion because i wanted people almost to salivate or like as they're talking yeah, yeah. all this dessert and yeah. um, also using language to uh bring to life what these desserts are going through so the butterscotch mm -hmm. butterscotch sticks it like glue is yeah. very very difficult to say but is really pulling out that imagery of this yeah. butterscotch um, the, the sticky date pudding just getting stuck to the stairway on its way up to the diving board. So, yeah, absolutely. And as a team here, as you publishers, we we love to do a read aloud session. We have to at every stage, and you find yourself with the coconut cup through your writing. You find yourself smiling as you're reading and i think that alone you just touched on there about the experience that you're wanting to give obviously yes for children to have a great time but it's that experience with their parent or carer or in a school setting it's that experience and i know you come from a background as well of knowing just a little bit more potentially than than most in regards to how uh, pivotal and needed that experience and that positive creative experience can impact obviously children. I've known you for a little while now um, and obviously going through this process, it's it's not just a book, 
it's, you know, it's so much more than just a, a standalone book. The Coconut Cup is that experience. And obviously you, you work with children and teams and na- raising natural born thinkers is your baby, your, your third baby, if you like, your, your other baby. And yeah, maybe just touch a little bit on, on that. Sure. So, um, before, um, del- diving into the writing world, I had a professional career, um, designing and facilitating problem solving experiences not not very close to um (laughs) writing about cake at all um but my job was basically to be there to help uh invite adults to channel their inner creative and bring that out of them to help them have big fresh ideas to big messy problems once I moved, I was living in the US at the time and I was working doing this and I moved home and I set up my own business called Natural Born Thinkers, which is all about doing that for adults to have those design mm-hmm. thinking, problem solving experiences. And the, the tagline and the mantra of Natural Born Thinkers is we're all born to think differently. So that applies to us as adults. And for um, as soon as we arrive in this world as babies, we're all here for a reason and we're all here with the capability to think differently. Scientists yeah. prove that no one person's brain is the same based yeah. on the neural network that we have, which is formed through experience and of so nurture and of course uh, nature from a biological perspective mm-hmm. so i wanted to set up raising natural born thinkers to help parents really bring out their child's nascent creativity it's not wow. something that everybody perhaps thinks about on a daily basis but it's a great mm-hmm. role that we have that we can play as parents because we're with our children mm-hmm. a lot obviously apart from when they're at school and yes they're going to develop those capabilities at school but we have the opportunity to help complement that so that they create the ability to think convergently so making decisions um, focused and divergently so thinking in all different boxes to have lots of different ideas and then plasticity as well as the other piece which enables flexibility in all the different ways in which you can you can think and um to get curious and try new things so raising natural born thinkers is all about helping parents nurture that creative capability and share all of that because what i've done with the coconut cup is in its nuts and bolts, it's designed for parents to read with their children and have fun together. It is yeah. a comedy. Humor is a wonderful way to bring out creativity. Um, yeah. So that's the first starting point. It is a bit crazy. I show people this and they're like, well, okay, <laughs> desserts having a competition. So it invites children and, and gives push children permission to think beyond the normal. There Absolutely. are wonderful things yeah. you can find there. And I also created um, a curriculum aligned with uh, the main subjects in early stage education um, with activities that are designed to bring out a child's creativity inspired by the story Um, and for uh, caregivers, teachers, parents to do together with kids. It's just honestly incredible from when we first met and the synchronicities and the understanding and the depth that you always go to in all areas of, of your life and your professional capacity. 
But to have that combined with so much purpose surrounding a children's storybook, you know, when we say it's more than just a book, we mean that in the best possible way because it's it's just so much more. It's that whole experience that parents, caregivers, teachers can give and spend time with that child. So there's, I know you've you've had so much fun creating activities based on the book as well. Again, we go back to food. I mean, you've written the best book <laughs> um, for general love of consumption of cakes, <laughs> um, food and naturally activities. And one of those obviously being baking, hence World Baking Day um, and celebrating that. How much fun was it to obviously create those activities, but also know that you can work on activities based off your published book? You know, how, how does that feel? Yeah, so one, it, it actually, for me, is one of my favourite parts of the whole thing, because mm. as a parent of two young children, I've read lots of books to them, with them and, and supporting them as they're learning to read. And what happens is often you'll read a few times and the book gets put back on the shelf. But I didn't want this, you know, once the cover's shut, I didn't want the story to end there. I wanted there to be this opportunity for parents and families to explore together. Mm -hmm. So the coconut cup, if you, as you say, if you just take it from its baking activity perspective, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of desserts listed in this book or characterized in this book that I had never eaten before or tried before mm-hmm. i was aware of them but never tried and my my kids were curious so mm-hmm. we've gone and made pavlova we've made whippy pies obviously <laughs> you know I, I feel having written a book about cake that i put myself in the firing line of promoting eating lots of cake um <laughs> i would like to be very very clear that that you know everything in moderation and do what's right for you and your family um <laughs> within guidelines. yeah <laughs> um, we can make minis <laughs> miniature versions <laughs> yeah so um but it, it's got us curious and mm. baking with children is a wonderful way to bring out their creativity mm. um, for a number of reasons one the confidence you get when you've gone through the process of putting the ingredients together, putting it in the oven and seeing the finished product come out and, and being, look what, saying, look what I made and recognizing that they have the skill to, to make and bake. Um, and then also it's an opportunity to explore and experiment. So exploring as you go and taste different desserts from different cultures that aren't your own, experimenting, which children invariably do in the kitchen, um, which as a mother, you have to find yourself, you, you have to balance, make a balance, yeah. <laughs> and a work versus what they want to do with everything at one time. Um, so if you can allow a little leeway, <laughs> it's amazing. It's a challenge. And I think what, what the Coconut Cup does is also, there's an element of science, you know, to to cooking and baking and just general making and having that even that creative link to something that feels quite logical, you know, and like when you're dealing with numbers, you know, and measurements and things like that, you know, having that even crossing over, but in a creative way just makes you reimagine that world even differently, you know, for children that might, you know, struggle even on that science and numerical level. Yeah, because obviously it's with the metric system for measurement and learning to measure, learning um, also to read. Uh, My daughter um, really wanted to be able to write down the ingredients. Um, She's three, nearly four. So we've been 
writing vanilla and she's been writing the list. So there's been lots yeah. of opportunity within it. And yeah. also this is a little bit outside of, of the actual baking experience, but one of the activities in the curriculum is uh, there is a science uh, set of activities. Um, mm. So one of the events is desserts diving into dishes of cream. So yeah. can you make a diving board a very basic one with different um, materials, child safe materials wow. to learn mm. balancing points and mm. then also dropping objects of different density into a dish of cream or water, whatever is most appropriate to see mm. what makes the biggest splash and learn that the heavier wow. objects are going to make the biggest one and the lighter ones uh, not so much. So, um, yeah, the, the science, you know, art and wow. science, uh, work yeah. very nicely together in in this yeah. book and i think that's so rare you know to find and and be able to again share that experience because with the rhyming there's a lot of facts based around how we digest information especially children and with that rhyme it's more like song and you find that with the characters and they are characters much as they're cakes the characters that you've created with this so it's allowed you to delve into the experiments and the adventures and the activities that you can do alongside a curriculum that is really made for teachers care as parents you know you've you've literally got so many activities there and obviously an extension of the book um but with the coconut cup you've created characters um how did you find the the writing process in regards to really bringing them alive the characters i mean without giving too much away and a bit of a sneak peek there's, there's also something really exciting to look forward to with an audio version um which brings it to life even more and um, maybe share a little bit or as much as you can uh, about the character creation this is where it comes down to uh, the collaboration part between maggie and i so um with picture books you only have a limited number of words to make an impact which is why every word has to be well thought about and challenged like you have to let go of letting go of a lot of your darlings i think um john cleese calls them you have like there's ideas that i've had that i loved in the story that i had to take out because they just wouldn't Did work it? with the mm -hmm. structure so bringing out a character when you've only got, you guess a book is like 32 pages and a number of those are title pages is mm -hmm. tricky. I'd say the, the character that stands out the most in the book is the Pavlova because mm -hmm. he's definitely, um, or she, he, it is the show it. <laughs> and, um, and, and is the star of the show. And so um, what I really depended on to make this successful is Maggie Roberts's beautiful illustrations to bring to life the gasps even of the spectators watching these events. Yeah, and I think obviously those who write picture books and those who really appreciate them know that a author is not successful without the artwork of the illustrator. It's a 50-50 collaboration. And I'm incredibly mm. grateful to have got to work with Maggie, who's a nationally recognized illustrator and for the books that she's worked on. Yeah. I was very yeah. grateful that she was open to this project. Very much so. And I think the, the feel, the general feel of the book feels 
quality. It's it's a luxury product. It feels soft. It feels cozy. It's a hug in a book. And I think teamed with the illustrations and that organic hand-drawn feeling is just really what makes this so unique and so so different. I think to your point though, Maggie's uh, illustrations give it a really retro, re- retro feel. So you can imagine having a traditional um, cream and cake or, or a tea party, um, which I love about it. And I think one of the things also that yourself and partnership publishing team have done is this is a book that children can hold in their hands. Yeah. It's one of these long ones, which is harder for them to, to chunk into. It's one that they can get. I mean, I'm I'm still a book reader. I don't read on a Kindle. I need to have the closest to the books. It's one that they can get up close and personal with. It's... Um, Another thing to share is obviously vegetable inks are used on the pages and they're the approved um, paper. And they do have a program at Partnership Publishing with Ecology to plant trees um, based on books that are printed. It's a large, another piece that I think is important about this book is it I've tried based on the mantra of thinking differently as much as allowed or available um, to me and the publishing industry at the moment i've tried to do things uh, differently yeah very much so and it it comes through and again yeah really great points raised i think yeah we get used to it so much that it's kind of the norm and we forget that yeah it's not everyone's norm yeah vegetable inks being used and yeah just printing process being a lot more sustainable than than the most so yeah it's it's honestly incredibly exciting the release of the coconut cup we know how much it can benefit aid and just generally have allow people to have so much fun and and really ignite their imagination if i can also share it also um feeds into obviously uh, the princess of wales and her early years program yeah so the most important things that you can do with children in these early years is connect with them play mm-hmm. with them and, and the, this story is a wonderful way to do that. It's shared time together. It's a playful subject. There are ideas here for you to do as a family um, that are playful and fun. For example, if I can share um, one of the activities is to create a, your own dessert graffiti, which is inspired by one of the desserts that they do in Alinea, um, which is a, a very prestigious restaurant. We tried it at home with our children and it was wonderful and playful and a shared time and experience together because yeah. food is sensory based in terms of smell and taste and it's right. a wonderful way to bring back memory. So mm-hmm. whenever I make my mum's carrot cake recipe, I'm not a nearly 40 year old woman. I'm a seven year old girl licking a spoon in my, my family kitchen and it was yeah. time for my mum. So yeah. these are some of the wonderful things that make um baking together very special and also a wonderful opportunity for grandparents to also build those memories with children and share that cultural knowledge so that they learn these gifts and this heritage for the blessing of your your grandparents it's a real blessing the opportunity to have those interactions and learn deep cultural roots so very much so i think it doesn't get respected potentially enough or you know we take things for granted but those moments you know they're special moments in time you know and you don't get those back and they are memories and then they're treasured and 
cherished forever. And it's books like The Coconut Cup that really allow for, for that and that kind of slow pause, stop um, and really enjoy enjoy our time all together, especially on World Baking Day. Um, we just touched very briefly, but the mention of an audiobook. There's some exciting news there in regards to an incredible gentleman that you've been able to, again, another collaboration. The characters uh, that come out <laughs> when he can bring them alive, I've heard a little sneak peek. It sounds incredible. Um, maybe just give a little bit of information about that so the listeners can just keep in touch and keep following you and us on, on this coconut cup journey. So, yeah, I was very fortunate and privileged that the uh, Shakespearean stage actor and movie actor uh, Michael Maloney was open to uh, doing a reading of, he did Flamingo Fashion and has now also done the coconut cup for me. Um, Michael is star of British Stage. He was in the recent movie Belfast, um, obviously Kenneth Branagh's movie, and was Edward Heath in the third season of The Crown. So I feel very, very fortunate that he read it. Um, and Incredible. Yeah, very lucky. And he has done a wonderful job. There's a, a part of the story where ice cream desserts have to race across Marshmallow Hill. So obviously yes. the time is of yeah. the essence. And he beautifully, with the way he uses intonations and voices and characterization in his words, beautifully brings to life the, the drama. And, yes. and the, 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 you can almost, you're almost running out of breath as you, you read are. the sentence. Yeah. You're racing, you're with them all and you're wanting to know what happens and just the general excitement and the buzz that you feel that you could feel as being an audience or being a participant or even a, a reader of, of the book, listening to it alongside it, it just, you genuinely do feel you in the audience um, watching the race happen. It's it's honestly brilliant. Cannot wait for people to hear this. Honestly, my kids, I think, are my kids and my mum are, are my best critics. And um, my children wanted to listen to it again and again. And actually, <laughs> were inspired so much by listening to it that they started to reenact the the movements of the desserts, which um, went necessarily something that I would recommend to other parents but it was very fun for me personally to watch and entertaining but <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the thing with, I think why that may have happened is with audiobooks is audiobooks are a great way to engage children in reading if they're not so enamored with the idea of putting a book in hand and sitting down quietly it's something you can put on in the car uh, something that you can have on whilst you're preparing yeah. dinner and, and your children are in the room. It's another an opportunity for them not to have screen time. And audiobooks help promote emotional intelligence because what the children are hearing is how words should be used in a sentence. Mm -hmm. So they're developing that understanding behind the use of the words. And also yeah. they're imagining the scenes. Mm -hmm. They're not being looking at what's there on the page for them. They have to reinterpret or re-see for themselves the act. Mm. So it really, again, promotes that creativity, which is why I really wanted to ensure that we had the audiobook component to mm, very much. this story as well. 
it's invaluable genuinely we try and encourage listening hearing it's like we're saying with the coconut cup in general it's a sensory experience if you can you know make activities based off the book you know and get that scientific angle but then you've got the hearing and you've got like you say all senses covered it's it's just a memorable experience well i don't know if i'm trying to angle it in the best way possible so i've I created a t-shirt of one of the characters to your point of <laughs> you have yeah um, yeah which is maggie's wonderful rainbow whippy pie um and he says whippy um <laughs> a reminder of celebrating and having fun and being joyful that's that's really what this t-shirt is about <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just so so fun i really would encourage anyone that's kind of listening if you feel inspired or encouraged you know please just visit raisingnaturalbornthinkers.com or or visit Sam on Instagram or social media, just type in the Coconut Cup or Raising Natural Bond Thinkers or Sam Hunter. Um, it will all pop up. <laughs> I've learned that there are a lot of authors called Sam Hunter out there. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, so I think just to be safe, I think it's probably best to go to the at Natural Born Thinkers or, or Raising Natural Born Thinkers, or you can go yeah. to Sam Hunter Books. Um, <laughs> then you know that you're getting me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we only, we only need you. <laughs> we need to find you. And I think in general, there's so much good content, good advice, good articles, practical tools that you can have in your toolkit, just a safe space, I think, for parents, carers, teachers, just to gain a little bit more information on how we can be creative with our children and in general, just kind of bridge that that gap and just really spend time and create experiences. You might be stuck for some ideas, but we can assure you the Coconut Cup will give you so much, so many hours of, of fun to have and spend with your children. I would say also just um, a couple of things that I've found. So one of the, I've obviously got very much into the world of cake and <laughs> fabulous games out there for kids that are centered around cake. Um, so there's a wonderfully illustrated game of baking bingo, uh, which has so. a very similar beautiful illustrations and cakes from all around the world uh, so a really fun way for children to get hands-on with different culture and cakes so um i i bought mine not plugging john lewis but that's where i found it so it's, it's a wonderful game and there's also another one on wicked uncle that i found which is also about helping children learn recipes so if getting in the kitchen isn't something you want to do on world baking day and, and would prefer more of a game-based approach mm -hmm. there are things out there yeah. for kids I know that's really great to mention. I think any help that we can give, you know, and just generally sharing and it's that community element, isn't it? I guess as well that we're after to create and enhance with the coconut cup and everything that you do, Sam, everything with natural bond thinkers, everything with raising natural bond thinkers, please do make sure to join in the conversation, follow sam hunter on social media visit the website and just keep in touch any questions that you have for sam send a message to us direct and we'll make sure that sam receives that and we can have that conversation with you the book is available now um it's available online um in all good bookshops um and bookstores wardstones amazon and of course from ourselves directly as well 
So make sure to grab your copy. If you want any signed copies as well, we can make sure that Sam signs them for you. Um, ebook will be coming out soon, so stay tuned for that information. And also the audiobook, highly anticipated audiobook. We cannot wait. So yeah, please stay tuned. More news coming soon on that. And for now, we will enjoy World Bacon Day. And thank you ever so much, Sam, for, for having this time, having this conversation with us, and we'll speak soon. Yeah, thank you so much. And, and get curious and go and bake something different today would be my, my encouragement with your kids. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Enjoy everyone. Bye for now.